And we're back with the G Juice. I am joined with Brandon Denzel once again. Hey, Gio. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. All right. Um, so, big explosion out in the NBA world. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis, his agent, Rich Paul, of Clutch, of Clutch Sports, yep. same agent as LeBron, yep. came out and said for Anthony Davis that he wanted to trade away from the Pelicans to a contending team. Yeah. Now, my question to you is, who do you think he'll be traded to? So, I think... There's a couple clear, you know, obvious names that are out there. That's the Lakers and the Celtics. If you look at the Lakers, they got a lot of young pieces, but I think the piece that uh, the Pelicans really want would be Kyle Kuzma, as, as well as a first-round pick. But it's interesting to see, for me, what the Lakers are going to do for the rest of the season. Because if they have a later first-round pick from making the playoffs, obviously that's not as enticing as if they miss the playoffs and have that higher first-round pick. So to me, for me, it'd be interesting to see if the Lakers still go all out for the rest of the season or if they Lebre- rest LeBron even more if he's mm-hmm. not hurt. Um, but I think just because of LeBron's competitive nature, he's going to want to make the playoffs. So I think they're going to have to throw in. I saw something where it's like Alonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Zubak, Josh Hart, and the first-round pick. That's six pieces just for Anthony Davis. That's like their starting lineup with LeBron. <laughs> exactly. I, I would think that's a little bit much. I know Anthony Davis is the top five player in this league, but I don't know about giving up your whole future <laughs> just for the one just for the one man. Mm-hmm. Um, something like I would trade Brandon Ingram personally. Not a huge Brandon Ingram fan, but um, I don't think the deal gets done unless they trade Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, so I think yeah. it might come down to that. Yeah, I'm um, not sure how interested the Pelicans are in Brandon Ingram because exactly. he's shown flashes of you know greatness, but he hasn't really stepped up to the occasion like Kyle Kuzma has. Yeah, exactly. And I think Kyle Kuzma is kind of turned into what they hoped Brandon Ingram would be. Mm-hmm. So um, it's going to be if the Lakers are willing to s- separate with Kuzma. Um, I think otherwise they can throw in pieces like Zubak, Josh Hart, in the first-round pick. I think that deal will get done. Um, another interesting thing, though, is the Pelicans don't have to make this deal by the deadline this year. Mm-hmm. Something just came out that the GM's not picking up his phone, and that's because Anthony Davis is under contract till 2021. So they can hold on to him to the end of this year to try to draw out some more pieces from the Lakers and the Celtics and some other teams. Actually, um, that, that, that 2020 to 2021 year is a player option for him, so you can opt out of it. Mm-hmm. But even then, he's still even under contract then. for this season and next season. Exactly, yeah. So they can try to draw out a little bit more from that. Uh, looking over to the Celtics now, we saw something that the Celtics are willing to give up literally everything try to get Anthony Davis. Whether that sounds like to me is that they're willing to part with Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, second year in the league, He's seen as a future superstar, future top 10 player in the league by most people around the association. So I think previously, in past years, when there's been rumbles of Anthony Davis potentially moving to the Celtics, Jason Tatum was a piece that they didn't want to move. But I think they're coming to a realization now with Kyrie getting a little older is that their championship window isn't forever. Mm-hmm. So they, if they're going to trade for Anthony Davis, they got to do it soon, pull the trigger on that so they can try to... Uh, jump in this championship window. Especially since there's growing concern that Kyrie might not even resign there. So Yeah, exactly. So th- so I think this will be a pivotal a, a pivotal and necessary move for the Celtics to make in order to convince Kyrie to say, Hey we got a championship roster here. We can yeah. we can do something. I think I got I got a few dark horse teams that would try to make a play. I think the New York Knicks mm-hmm. I think should make a play for this because they could have the first overall pick, which is basically offering the Pelicans Zion Williamson. Who's a lot? Who a lot of people want? They also have a number of pretty solid young players 
You know, we got Kevin Knox over there, Frank Niakina, Emmanuel Moutier, who's a solid point guard, but he's someone who's probably going to bounce around the, around the league, but he's solid. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr., certainly. If I heard that they're looking to move Tim Hardaway Jr. because they can get a return for him. So they can put that first overall pick, Tim Hardaway Jr., Kevin Knox. That could get a deal done there, but I think what that deal sets up is Kyrie moving to New York also. Or, or even Kevin Durant. Or even Kevin Durant, right. They mm-hmm. want, the Knicks want a chance at that Kevin Durant sweepstakes. So I think them being really aggressive in this trade not only would get them Anthony Davis, but I think Anthony Davis would attract another superstar who's a free agent this year. So I think the Knicks are a team to watch in this. Uh, the other New York team, actually, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I would kind of like to see him on That's Brooklyn. This is not one you really think of, but you think of their young backcourt with D'Angelo Russell, who was just Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Spencer Dinwiddie. He's been in the, in the league a few years now. He's proven himself to be a solid player. If you throw Anthony Davis in there, that's a solid big With three. Jared Allen, too? Well, you might have the, to trade Jared okay. Allen. But still defensively. like. But still, yeah. I mean, he'll it, hold it down. And you, can, you still have Allen Crabb who can hold down a wing. I think, I don't know if they have the package as, like, the Lakers or Celtics or Knicks would have. They don't have as many picks, no. Exactly. They don't have because of the whole Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett trade a few mm-hmm. years ago. Um, so I don't know if they have the package, but I think the Nets are kind of on the come up. That would be interesting to see if they make a move. My last one, we go out west. Well, middle of the country, yes. We go Denver. Denver's still holding down the two seed right now. They got a lot of young players. And they got people who aren't, aren't even playing right now. Yet Isaiah Thomas hasn't come back yet. Michael Porter Jr., who was the 14th overall pick, the number one player coming out of high school, hasn't played a game yet. So the, if the Pelicans like Michael Porter Jr., or if they like, say, a, a Gary Harris, because Isaiah Thomas can then step into that starting spot for Gary Harris once he becomes healthy, move Jamal Murray to the shooting guard. I don't think the Nuggets are going to move Jamal Murray because he's been uh, he's been crazy, good this yeah. year. But I think they could move Gary Harris. So mm-hmm. I think like a, a deal centered around Gary Harris and Michael Porter Jr., could be the Nuggets offer over there. I think that'd be real interesting because if you pair Jokic, Jamal Murray, Anthony Davis, that's, that's a good core right there. And that's a youngish core that can be around for a while in the West. Yeah, I, I think with those three teams, Nets, Knicks, and Denver, is that it, it could work out really well for them. But then, especially for the Knicks, it's a high-risk, high-reward oh, yeah. sort of thing where if they give away like Zion Williamson, Mm-hmm. Like, will they be able to pack as many seats? Yeah, maybe? for sure. Uh, will they be be able to have a be, be, because even if they get Zion, they'll still have plenty of cap room for another player to come yeah. in rather sure. than sacrificing all their young core. Yeah, and I think if they trade for Anthony Davis, they're rolling the dice on that Anthony Davis will attract another superstar mm-hmm. to come and pair up with him in New York. So, the trade itself would be fantastic to get Anthony Davis, obviously, but they could need more than just him to get mm-hmm. over the hump there. Uh, one last thing on New York, the Knicks. Christoph Porzingis, a lot of people forgetting about him because he hasn't played for a while. But he could be traded yeah, to yeah. try to get Anthony Davis there. So that seems interesting to me. That's because he's obviously a piece when he's healthy. He's, he, a he, he's a great player. My only question with him and the Pelicans is, are the Pelicans like, willing to take on that like, high-injury-prone risk? Yeah. Um, so out of all those teams that, that, that you mentioned... All these teams. What, which team do you think... Anthony Davis would fit in best with. Mm-hmm. Because that's what really is, matters. Right. This is tough. Um, my, answer, my answer would be the Lakers, I think. I think the Celtics, you got too many people that are already in the pecking order for scoring. Like, we've seen Gordon Hayward. He's 
barely even scoring now. When when he was back in Utah, he was among the league leaders in scoring. Um, obviously, he still could have Kyrie there. Tatum would probably be traded if um, Anthony Davis is there. But I think there's too much of a pecking order. Plus, it would be undefined roles, I think, of like who's the top dog. Is it Kyrie because he's been mm-hmm. there longer? Is it Anthony Davis because I think he's a better player than Kyrie? Um, but I think if he goes to the Lakers, he's got a defined role as a number two because LeBron's going to be the number one whenever, mm-hmm. wherever LeBron's at. But at the same time, he's Anthony Davis. And if he's a, a number two, he can score on anyone. If you have a pick and roll with LeBron and Anthony Davis, with LeBron's passing ability, just drive to the paint. I don't know how you're stopping that. Um, and if you, they don't, if they don't have to give up literally their whole roster to try to get Anthony Davis, um, I think the Lakers would be a good fit there. Yeah. My, my only worry about him going to the Lakers is that you look at what uh, power forwards and centers that LeBron has played with in mm-hmm. the past, like Chris Bosh, Kevin sure. Love, like yep. the big name ones, MVP conversation ones, Yep. they, they, they went down. Like the numbers went Diminished. drastically down and Certainly, became yeah. like the number three guys. But I think the difference with Anthony Davis is that he'll be clearly the number two guy. Yeah, and that's, that's what I'm saying. In the case of Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving was the number two. In the case of Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade was the number two. Here, Anthony Davis is the clear number two. I don't care. He can be literally anyone else from the league, and I think Anthony Davis would be the number two. Kevin Durant. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. I but I don't think KD would sign there Okay. if Anthony Davis is there. Okay. Yeah, I don't, that's, that's the top three, maybe the top three players in the league. On Are you one team? Uh, I know Kevin Durant went to the Warriors, and that he kind of already... You know, signed with the good players, but I don't think he'd go that far. Like that's okay. to put top three players in the league, on especially the with like the whole legacy thing, where like he wants to compete against LeBron for that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I don't. If Anthony Davis is in LA, I don't think KD goes there. All right. But yeah, so I would say LA is my fit. Okay. Do you have a fit for him? I would say the Celtics actually. Okay. Because if they do it by trade, they would get rid of some of those heavy stars, and I sure. think that a trade package that they would actually send off would be either Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum in there, mm-hmm. and then Terry Rozier. Okay, yeah. And then for making sure that the salary stays the same when via trade, right. they'll probably trade Marcus Smart or Gordon Hayward, which will... And I think that they'll probably lean over to trading Gordon Hayward more. Yeah, certainly. I think so, To To kind of like ease up the whole scoring things, because Marcus yeah. Smart obviously knows his role with the team. Where Yeah, Marcus Smart, his primary role is defense, but he yeah. also chips in a couple of points whenever he can. But yeah, primarily he's a defensive guy. He's a disruptor for them. Um, I think Gordon Hayward, because he plays a forward position and also is on that score and pecking order, would definitely be someone they could look to move. I like the Terry Rozier ad mm-hmm. uh, on the move because he's, he's had a bit of a down year, but he's still a young, kind of pretty promising player. Yeah, and, and I think that it would just be good for the Celtics to kind of get away from any sort of tension that could kind of start building up where, where Terry Rozier and maybe like Jen and Brown as well or maybe even Jason Tatum, because when Kyrie was out for the whole playoff run, they were doing super well. Yeah. So, so, so I think I might get rid of some of the tension that could be forming there where they're like, hey, we're better without Kyrie. Yeah. And making sure that they go to another team. Yeah. All right. I want to move on to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Patriots Rams playing in Atlanta. Yep. Who you got? This is a toughie. Earlier this week, I was thinking about this, uh, and I read that Greg Zerline a hero for the Rams in the AFC Championship game, the NFC Championship game, excuse me, the kicker. He had a hurt foot. Didn't tell the Rams about it in the NFC Championship game. He was questionable 
for the Super Bowl. I look it up now, and he says he's going to be okay. And because of that, I'm going to take the Rams. I think without him, it changes their whole game plan from the 45-yard line in, right? Mm. Or probably the 40-yard line in. So I think with him, he'll be able to put more points on the board. But I think their biggest matchups uh, are going to be, can the Patriots stop Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue, who have both been balling out on the defensive line for the Rams? This whole playoffs, yeah. Yeah, this whole playoffs. They're, they've been stuffing the run like nobody's business. And the Patriots, with Shoney Michelle, have been running the ball insanely. And it sets up these quick passes for Brady, actually. is what That's what the run game, run game has been doing for him. So I think it's going to be one in the trenches, as people say. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically between the Rams defense and Patriots offense. So yeah. Offensive I'm gonna, line, D-line, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Rams. What are your thoughts? I think that, it, I, I think that this game will be decided... Between the Patriots' offensive line, the Rams' defensive line, the Rams' yeah. defensive line has been crazy good mm-hmm. during the whole playoffs. But also, the Patriots' offensive line has been insane. They've yeah. allowed like one sack or something yeah. like that, or like one quarterback hit. Yeah, I don't think Something I like don't that. think he's been sacked yet, but he he's been hit like once. Yeah, that's it. Against Kansas City, the best pass rushing team, and the Chargers, who have one of the greatest, like two greatest pass yeah, rushers. Yeah, yeah, Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa with the Chargers, mm-hmm. and then you got D Ford and Chris Jones. All those four guys that we listed both have 12-plus sacks this year. Mm-hmm. None of them got one on Brady. And so the Patriots line is balling out, but so is the Rams' defensive line. Now, I think Aaron Donald might be the best player in football. Just regardless of position, offense, defense, he might be the best player in football. So I'm going to bet on him outperforming the Patriots line right now. I think that for me, it's super hard to put any bet against Tom Brady. Oh, that's a fan. Great point. I'm I, not. I'm not super sure about yeah. this. No, don't get me wrong. I know that he lost against the Eagles, and the Eagles made fantastic defensive plays when it mattered the most. Yeah. But it's just super hard for me to see that again. And I know that the Patriots, like for Super Bowl wise, mm-hmm. all their games, like the average score is like three points. So it's going to be a field goal game. It's going to be a close game. Well, and that's why I'm saying Greg Zerline is so important. Yeah. It's going to come down to the wire. You got to make your kicks. And if he wasn't healthy, and they have to pick up someone off the street the week of the Super Bowl. I yeah. wouldn't have been on the Rams. But since he's healthy, I'm going to give him just a slightest little edge. I'm not super confident in that. So like you said, Brady and Belichick in the postseason, especially in the Super Bowls, it's really tough to go against them, uh, especially with a head coach and quarterback with, on the Rams side that have never been here before. Sean McVay and Sean Jerry Goff, yeah. Yeah, but both of them, Sean McVay especially, should have long, amazing careers in the NFL. I think this might be a jumping off point for him. So what I think that the Patriots are going to do on the defensive end, sure. what, what Bill Belichick I hope will do, is I think he's going to try to take away the run game. Completely, okay. just take away the run game. And force Jared Goff to throw the ball, and hopefully for him, I, I believe what Bill Belichick is going to try to do is do what the Bears did and, and the Eagles did against the Rams, which is force Jared Goff to throw and force him into bad situations and, and make sure that mm-hmm. you know he throws picks. And then... If the Rams start turning the ball over, if they get more than one turnover, it's it's over. I agree with that. It's over. Yeah, I think the defensive scheme is going to be interesting from the Patriots because Bill Belichick, who was a defensive coordinator before he became a head coach, always pulls out something that you're never quite expecting in these big games. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be really interesting to see what he comes up with. I like the run game idea to take that away, especially with C.J. Anderson playing so well, Mm -hmm. giving the Rams a one-two punch. Todd Todd Gurley, now hopefully he's more fully healthy. He hasn't really been healthy for the playoffs so far. Um, but I think you do got to make a young QB, Jared Goff, beat you in the big moments because you know you can fall back on Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, 
I, I think that also, uh, ho- hopefully I say his name is same right. Uh, say his name right. Mm-hmm. Nickel Roby Coleman, I believe his yep. name is. Yep. Yeah. Um, from the Rams, who had that infamous, you know, pass interference. Pass interference. Helmet hit. Helmet. Yeah. It's like fifteen penalties. You could call it right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, he he went out and said. Well, basically, just trash Tom Brady, saying that like you know he's old, he doesn't have the, he doesn't have it. And I think the last thing they want to do if you're the Rams is 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 get yeah. Tom Brady some motivation. You don't want to poke the bear. Yeah, you got your bear hibernating. You're not gonna wake him up because he's mm-hmm. gonna he's gonna come and get you. Tom Brady's already motivating himself yeah. by repeating the storylines throughout the year, like oh the Patriots are old. too old, they have too many injuries, they don't have playmakers. They don't have he's stars, already yeah. super motivated. He In, doesn't injury riddled with yeah. Rob. He doesn't. He doesn't need this extra fire, so I think that's a dangerous game. But that's also who Nick Roby Coleman is. Yeah, okay. I'm a Bills fan. He was on the Bills before he uh, signed his free agent out here in Los Angeles. He, he's the same guy. But I think that's also important that he played on the Bills because when he was in Buffalo, he matched up with Rob Gronkowski, who he might be matched up with ah, yeah. in the Super Bowl. Experience wise, yeah, experience. So he he knows Gronk. I said Gronk. Isn't peak Gronk, but we saw mm-hmm. him in the AFC Championship game. He's still making most grabs. He's big, so he can still definitely do it. Yeah, um, but I I just think that a little bit of experience against him is going to help him in that matchup there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think that for the Rams, the two biggest players for them on the defensive side, not the yeah. offensive side, would be Aaron Donald. Yeah, and then Keep Talib. Mm-hmm. Keep Talib since he's joined like from injury. Yeah. This team has been amazing on defense. I, I don't know what the quite exact stats are, but just mm-hmm. from an eye test, they've been yeah. great. Well, he was hurt for a number of weeks in mm-hmm. the year, and that's when Marcus Peters was just getting picked on by everyone. But then since he's returned yeah. from week 14 on, their defense has stepped it up a level. And then I think Aaron Donald will be the game changer on the defensive line if he's able to not necessarily get to Tom Brady, like, Sack him, yeah, or force a fumble. But if he's able to get into his face, push the O line back right into him, collapse the pocket, and force Brady to come out of his comfort zone and you know become a like get out of the pocket, having to scramble a yeah. bit maybe, then th- then I think that that will definitely help him. And if he's able to get two people to double team him and mm-hmm. open it up for uh, Sue to go one on one, certainly, then that will definitely help him. Yeah, and I think. With Akib to leave on the outside, he'll be able to shut down any outside receivers that the Patriots have because the Patriots' two best receivers are Julian Edelman, who runs out of the slot mostly, and Rob Garkowski. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think Nickel Roby Coleman, the slot cornerback, is going to be hugely important in this game with his coverage on both Gronk and Edelman. But also, when you throw Gronk out wide, I think he could bully to leave a little bit because Tlaib's not the biggest guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he could use his size like he has been doing for years to try to make a catch there. So I like the Aqib Tlaib as a key player there. Um, on the Rams offense, Josh Reynolds, who's kind of stepped into this third wide receiver role since Cooper Cup went down, I think is going to be hugely important because if they take away um, Brandon Cooks over the top and then Robert Woods is a known playmaker, so what teams have been doing is just keen on those two guys and daring Jared Goff to throw to anyone else. Um, Josh Reynolds has stepped up so far in the playoffs. Uh, can he continue that? I don't know. I hope he can because I'm cheering for the Rams because I don't like the Patriots. Um, but, yeah, I think he'll be a key in this game also. Mm-hmm. And I don't like the Patriots because I'm a Bills fan. 
they've been torturing us for like 20 years now. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that even though Tom Brady's the guy on the Patriots offense, yeah. you got to look at Julian Edelman as... Even though he's not known for being a playmaker, he is a playmaker in the oh, Super Bowl. He definitely is. In the Super Bowl, he's definitely a playmaker. For sure. In the playoffs, his catches um, down the stretch for the Patriots against the Chiefs, mm-hmm. spectacular. Same with Chris Hogan with that one-handed snag. Oh, yeah. That, that to me was insane. We're diving one-hand snag. Yeah. But then Julian Edelman, you go back to when they played against Atlanta oh, in the yes. Super Bowl, where he got tipped, and he, and he reached like a centimeter it. above the ground, and he caught it. Yeah. I think... And overtime against the Chiefs, he caught two third and tens to keep that drive going. Yeah. So he's certainly a playmaker. People underrate him because he's not the most physically dominant He's player. not tall. He's not fast. Yeah. But he's, he's a playmaker for them. Um, I also think the Patriots office, I hope Sonny Michel, for his own sake, doesn't get overwhelmed by the moment as mm-hmm. a rookie running back carrying, oh, a, a, carrying a major load. But someone that everyone's forgot about because of Sonny Michel is James White. James, James White has... I think the most receptions in Super Bowl history, because mm-hmm. just because they've been so many, and he's a receiving running back. But James White, I think if they, if Sue and Donald can plug up the run, they might look to quick passing, the quick passing game, and that's where James White thrives. That's where he's thrived in past Super Bowls. So he could be a key that people aren't really talking about. And the thing about the Patriots' offense is that even if you stuff the run, they can have those quick passes. Yeah. That, that'll force you to back off. Well, yeah, that's what, we're seeing this a lot around the NFL these yeah. days. Uh, the running, I know everything's kind of moving towards the passing game. A lot of teams' running game, if they don't have a great running back or offensive line, it's just quick passes. This is this, essentially the same thing as a run. You get it to a playmaker and you let them make a play. Um, and so you don't have to throw deep every time and it keeps the defense honest by keeping the linebackers up close to the line. So if the run gets stuffed by this Rams defensive line who's been playing great, I think the quick passing game is going to be a key. Now, I got, I got a quick question for you. Sure thing. Just yes or no. Mm-hmm. Even if the Patriots win, can, if the Patriots win or lose the Super Bowl, sure. does Tom Brady retire? No. Either, no, way, either way, it's a no. He straight up said it himself. But I think mm-hmm. you got to look, if they win the Super Bowl, would be much more likely that he does retire. If they lose, he's gonna, that's, he's just, that's just going to be the fuel to his fire for, the, for next yeah. season, certainly. Um, but if they win, you got to think it'll cross his mind getting up there almost 42 years old now. Um, but at the same time, he's Tom Brady. He's had his chip, chip on his shoulder his whole career. I don't think he's going to retire even after this year. I don't think he's going to retire until they wheel him out in a wheelchair from the Patriots facility. Now, should he retire? If they win. If they win, if they, if they win of course. If they don't win, I think he should, he should keep playing. If they do win... That's a tough question, because then he'll have six Super Bowls. He already has the most, but six will put him two ahead of the next quarterback. He's probably going to go down as the greatest quarterback of all time. Poetic ending, started off exactly. uh, winning against the Rams in, the, in his first Super Bowl ever. Yeah. Kind of book, it in, book in the career of Super Bowls against the Rams. Mm-hmm. It would be a storybook ending, but at the same time, I don't think he's going to. If I was him, I would. I probably would have retired a few years ago if that was him. Um, but just being realistic, I don't think Tom Brady, just because he's Tom Brady, is going to. Yeah. All right. So you're cheering for the Rams. Rams. Yes, because of my Bills affiliation. Don't like the Patriots. And you. I'm cheering for both teams. I, I, I want a good game, but yeah. but I, I'm predicting the uh, the Patriots to win, so I'm hoping they win so that I'm right. Yeah. But 
I, I wouldn't be upset if, if the if the, if the Rams, Rams win. win. Yeah, it's gonna I, be a good game. It will be a good game. Yeah. I hope I hope it's a good game. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I'm cheering for, it, and I think the Rams have a slight edge, even just barely, just because Greg Sirline is healthy. Um, it's, gonna, it's gonna come down to a field goal. Yeah. So I, I got everything on the Rams. Now just finish it off. Tony Romo did predict that that the winner of the Super Bowl will win twenty twenty four. He did not say he was gonna win, but he said that the team that will lose will have the ball last. So that means that the team the, that'll lose yeah. has the ball last. So that means other defensive play. As a missed field goal, maybe? Missed field goal. Oh man. Well not well twenty twenty four not missed field goal, but uh-huh. but missed opportunity at the end zone. It, yeah. it could be anything. Oh man, that's interesting. Hmm. Just well, you know, Tony Romo, he gets everything right. It's going to be on CBS. Guess, He's going to be broadcasting it. I guess that's how the Super Bowl is going to go. It's just what it is. <laughs> uh, so, just just finishing it off really quickly. You got any plans for, for Super Bowl weekends? Celebrating it? <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm leading a confirmation retreat for St. Simon, where okay. we went to school, for, for middle school. Um, we don't get back till 4 or 5 o'clock. So, I'm going to miss the beginning of the Super Bowl. Oh. I'm going to record it. Like, throw my phone away so I don't get anything. Okay. Uh, and then some of the other people that are leading it with me want to go watch it together. And we're not going to skip the commercials. you got to watch the commercials. Ah. Yeah. Which were a little underwhelming last year. Not going to lie. So I hope it uh, steps up a little bit. Steps up, steps up the game. Yeah. Just a bit. What about you? You got any plans? Just, just chilling, enjoying the game. Nice. Probably got some chips, just snacking on some stuff there. Sounds, sounds like a good time to me. Yeah. Yeah. Probably play some bets with my family. Nice. Nice. Do you guys do, like, the Super Bowl grid? Kind of with all the numbers. Used to, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. We still do that. I'm not going to be able to do it this year because I'm not even going to be there. But I mean, yeah. I mean, you can bet with yourself. Just True. <laughs> just, True. just put up a grid. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, so, so I got the Patriots winning. You got the Rams winning. Yes, sir. That's that. That is that. All right, well, thank you, Brandon, for, for joining us on, on the G-Truth. Of course, anytime. Love to do it. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, and that will be it. All right. Thank go, you. Go Bells.